When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. That's exactly what you're doing. John Donahoe with you. It's Thrill of the Chase. And uh, I've brought my understudy in again because Jimmy Vandermart couldn't make it this week. Is Coxie here? Coxie's not here, but oh. you, Jason Boddington, the next best thing. And I always say... I'm your understudy. I, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because it would mean that I would have to be out and not here. But anyway, yeah. uh, welcome. Nice to, nice to see you again. I'm very keen, just quickly, race yes. seven at Warrigal on Evan Lee. Uh, gone two from two at the track and trip last two starts. And I reckon it's got the speed to overcome box five. So $4.80, I reckon, is a good price. We'll take in about... Six or seven races during the next hour, and I reckon this would be a great start. I think so. Let's head to Warrigal. Prada Gem. Amber is on, so they're being called forward for the Barn Bar. Restricted win weight. Race coming up over the 460. Front row in a box. Second row coming along. Favourite wears pink here. Wilson's way. Green light is on, and they're right to run now. All set to go. Race number seven. Set. They're racing. Wilson's way only mid-pack out of the boxes. Captain Goldie, good speed. Driving up Fancy Mercado. Metalia Daisy out wider. Railing now. Prada Gem getting through. There's trouble there. Prada Gem got a bad uh, check with Evan Lee. And Potato Sunrise down to the bend. Fancy Mercado. Medalia Daisy the inside. Wilson's way now zooming into it. A gap to Alabama shakes where they turn into the stretch. Medalia Daisy. Wilson's way down the outside. Medalia Daisy holds on from Wilson's way. Seven, eight and six Bonners. The five just never Never got real. Didn't really get going. It's not the start we wanted, but no. you know, at the end of the day, you've got the Liz Fly following this, and yeah. uh, I've been hosting that show for the last seven weeks, and it's been an amazing uh, roller coaster ride. Uh, got the job done with uh, with Fitzmagic last week, but he takes over again, and there's there's great racing tonight. So if we can get a couple of winners. Mm-hmm. That'll be enough. And then oh, and then, then you move on with the boys. Absolutely. 0499 736 736. We've got the bull in uh, in just a moment. Seriously? How bloody good is the bull? Jeez, F- F- Fitzmagic was blowing up about that last week. We play, uh, yeah, Big Fudge played it a couple of times. I don't think he's a Rick McIntosh man. Yeah, okay. Um, just quickly, you mentioned that they were racing at Mount Isa today and there yeah. was some limited vision. Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to have a look at the population of... Mount Isa quickly. I had to look up where it was. Uh, Queensland, I know. Now, yes. But, you know. Where's the bloody population? Hang on a sec. So, can so, we get their chief exports as well, please? Well, this is the reason. You know the reason I'm raising it? Why? Because there are t- there's 21,000. There are two like unbelievably elite Australian sports people that hail from Mount, from Mount Isa. Isa. If you get one, I'll give you a pass mark. If you get two, I will laud you. The look on your face says... The likely scenario is you'll get none. <laughs> Man, are they currently still playing playing professional sports? They are not. They but are the, not. but but if you think if you think of the top in your lifetime, these would one one would only be just be on the cusp. The other one was a big deal when you were a kid. I can't give you the sports because yeah, it's because it'll make yeah. it too easy. Man, 
Unbelievable. 21,000 people. I'm, I, mm. I, I'm very confident. In fact, I'm certain both of these individuals, both male, are, they hail from Mount Isa, yeah, okay. which is in Queensland. As is Desi G, my partner, from Tam- born and bred in Tambourine Mountain, is, on um, the mountain. I'm just going to have a stab in the dark. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, okay. They, they are, w- but they are both individuals. Yeah. They're individuals. Individual sport. Individual sports. They're not team sports. Right. Okay. That's oh. that's whacked you off. Yeah. It? Yeah. I shouldn't say whacked you off. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's taking that's taking you off path already. Why, hasn't it? I don't know why, but I was going to say like Matthew Hayden, but he was obviously re- like well and truly in my time. So I know he's from Queensland. It's hard to work out. Honestly, I think about your age, and I don't. Yeah. I, I, I I can't. Well, Sometimes it's hard to work well, 28 out. Twenty eight. If you haven't, I, I get it, yeah. that, but it's still it, yeah. Well, yeah, this other person would have been one of them. Would have been yes in your zone definitely, and they were. Yes, uh, you've got it already, yeah. Pat Rafter. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, and Greg Norman, was it? Yes. There you go. Yeah, Pat Rafter and Greg Norman. Look, so I wouldn't have known that. You, you, you could have given me 35 guesses, and I probably wouldn't have got either of them. Uh, Dan- Daniel, lovely to be with you. OMG Bondstar 2000 is in the studio. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was probably at my best around 2002. It has to be. Well, I'm going all right now. Let's go, Legion, and back a few winners. We're going to try and do it. Eight should win at Warnable from uh, Maddie. I am going to go, yeah, Clearly the best of the race run is like a dollar fifty now. Yeah. So that means there are a couple of debutants here, but the money hasn't come. Both of them have been big drifters. So I think he, I'm with you, Maddie. I reckon we just declare the eight here at a dollar fifty. I'm gamble responsibly. One eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Thank you. It's into a dollar forty five. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a same race, multi sort of race. Yeah. Or or, or you know trifectas, yeah. uh, exactors, whatever you might want to do. But I, it's hard to see this thing getting beaten because. What I've learned, and, and Look, this is true of all the racing codes, if the debutants are backed, respected, if they're drifting, that means, you know, whatever they've done at home or at the trials isn't spectacular. So, Look, I'm quest a, for more should win. I'm a mug punter, but I'd be... I'd probably, I didn't know that. I thought you were an expert. Well... I was going to have you on in the tutorial in, on Trots <laughs> Life next week, but I'll cancel that now. Well, yeah, I, I probably was. But I would have gone eight for the win and probably four top two or top three here, but we'll see. At some stage when we're at a lockdown, yeah. I'll sit you down and I'll and I'll take you through some basics. Okay. So that you can maybe have a win every now and then. And it's there now. Set for a start. They're ready. Racing, patchy start, winning at Fancy Lily. Moraine Holly began well. Up to third went Quest for more with Are My Leg between runners. Then Joffers Tiara and last as they come off the back was Joffers Tiara passed by Tally Tails. Mid-race and getting away Are My Leg. Out by four lengths on Tally Tails. A rest got into a scrimmage behind. Moraine Holly heads that chasing pack. Are My Leg. Tally Tails is really charging up the fence now and got there. Tally Gee, that was a bizarre race. This is a, this is seven a, and four. The eight came last. This is an awful start. The, the eight just looked like it was just going to join in, and then all of a sudden it locked horns with the, the five. The four looked like it was home down the straight, and the seven just snuck through on the inside. By my reckoning, in terms of Victorian greyhound racing, we've got four more races to go. Zero from two, but we will fight back. But I think Maddie, Maddie O, and I need to take you and Fitzy on. Mm. I actually, you know, the peacock, the, the peacock. He got confident. Too confident last. The peacock. Uh, well, I think it's hard with the with the um, with listeners, but I love the idea personally. Mm. Like, I don't know whether you do a tipping competition to to uh, assign who the listeners are going to be that might go on a show that like the lids fly and take on the experts because I, I thought that was like that was absolutely amazing last Thursday mm. night. 
Um, we had amazing fun, two on two. I started strong. Uh, they got well in front. We I took the lead. They came back. Neck. It was like the rowing, you know, yeah. where the, the boats, the, the, the stroke rate was changing. And Fitzmagic couldn't scratch himself. And then he went on this. Just massive heat. Unbe- he had a middle section like Simon told Helen, as I said on the show. Bonnie, can you give some racing advice tonight? Oh. Well, I, I, can, uh, I, I can talk about uh, some basics, I think. So you know, we've, listeners, we've, we've listen- only got 50 minutes. The listeners love when you're on. They love when you come on, and this is why we get you on, because I know I joke about uh, you being uh, the fourth or fifth selection, but I wouldn't have any other man coming on with me uh, on a Thursday night. Well, it's for, you know, I think, uh, you know, when we do Trots Live, a lot of it is about education, because what we want, we can't guarantee that every punter's going to win. Yeah. It's a difficult thing to do, and I'll tell you why it's difficult it's for a start. Awesome. Unless you're, so if you play the exchange, Betfair, mm-hmm. that's peer-to-peer, yep. tiny takeout but you're dealing with the best of the best. So that means you're basically going into Olympic level when you're playing in that space. So that's, there's no takeout, but, or very minimal takeout, but you're playing against the best. And if you're playing with any of the corporates or the tab, you've got to remember that fixed odds markets open at about 130%. So they're taking 30, 30% of your money straight up. Yeah. Wow. Unless you're exceptional. Uh, and the tote doesn't really work anymore. Unfortunately, we wish it did. It would be so much better for racing in this part of the world if people went with the tote, but they never will again, I don't think. So uh, even when the market gets compressed and it's down to maybe 118%, you're paying 18% tax on every bet that you have. So it's not easy. But I'll say this. There are a few little bits of advice. Uh, Harness racing, you simply have to do your maps, and they're not that hard to do. So basically, uh, if you go onto the Harness Racing website, the trots.com.au or harness.org.au, and you get the fields up and you get the form up, you can go through every runner and literally control F, control L for a start. You can work out how many times every horse in the front row is led. And then the next step, if you've got the time and the space and the energy, is to go through a few replays and see whether they led by mustering to the front or whether they've got genuine gate speed. If you can get your maps right, you're halfway home to winning on the trots. I reckon the Greyhounds, it's they're just... Hard. what well, No, there's, there's two things you've got to know. One, time is king. Mm. Speed is everything. Yep. They are... If you find the fastest dog... Now, I reckon over that seven weeks, I'm no Greyhound expert. Over that seven weeks, I reckon I broke square or maybe slightly in front <laughs> without knowing a hell of a lot just by finding the fastest mm. dog. True. And then the next step is to work out how they come out of the boxes. So some go left, some go straight, some go right. And if you can work that out, if you get to that level, then you can start working out where the carnage is going to be in a race. So the three might be the best dog, but if the three is going to jump straight and the four directly outside of it goes left towards the rail, this gives you an opportunity because you think to yourself, okay, the three might get wiped out here. And that's what the pros do. And I've got no doubt whatsoever that if you get it right, Great, and I shouldn't say this because I'm a harness racing man. Greyhound racing is the best medium via which to to try and make a living. I had a I had a more idiotic a hard, harness racing is just a bit harder. I had a more idiotic approach when it came to um trying to pick greyhounds, and obviously, generally when I was starting to get into the greyhounds and and watch them and have a bet, it would be at the pub. Yep, and it would be with a couple uh, couple under my belt, and I always thought. And this is going to sound like the dumbest thing you've ever heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always, heard some dumb stuff, so you, you, you want to do well. I always thought the 
you know in a, you know in the athletics when you're on the inside lane yeah. you, got, you know i always thought the one was going to have the better run because it had the inside the inside lane and it was just going to it was going to get out peel around and there was no chance it was going to get beaten you didn't think they had to stay in there. You didn't think Greyhounds were staying in lanes? No, you, no, no. I didn't think they were but I'm similar to um, to athletics. Well, you I are right. Was, it, I thought it was going to get out of the inside box. You've embarrassed yourself. You've embarrassed yourself because that's not that's not even close to stupid. Oh well, there you go. So you've sounded stupid calling it stupid, <laughs> which is an amazing achievement. But that like, that's why uh, you know box one is the premier box. Just like it's not the same in the thoroughbreds. You actually probably most horses want to draw in the middle of a uh, middle barrier. Yeah. Uh, depending on their speed uh, in harness racing, gate one is the best normally, but this is where you've got to, again, do your early speed in the greyhounds and do your early speed in the trots because gate one can be a blessing or a curse. If you're a quick beginner, it's golden. Mm. If you're a poor beginner, then particularly in harness racing, you can be, Double crossed, so you can go from having the perfect alley to being three back to poles, and from there it's very hard to win. My other my other theory was, and I've said this on this program a number of times, the nine and ten always win when they're put in. Yeah, the, oh, the there's, a, there's a few. My, my yeah. mate Timmy Heller has the same theory. <laughs> uh, I always bl- win. I believe the Peacock will smash it tonight like Usain Bolt in the 100-meter sprint. Roy from Templestowe said, I'm not watching the Olympics anymore. I'm, the last Olympics I'm watching is Usain Bolt, and that's all there is to it. Um, 5 p.m. Ramble, he's called us as well. Uh, I love the 5 p.m. <laughs> Ramble. Uh, boys, the eight will win at Mount Isa by two lengths. He'll go like Greg Norman or Pat Rafter from uh, Daniel. Hello, JD and J-Bong. <laughs> J-Bong. You're going to give me a bad reputation. Oh, I've already got one. Hope you both well. You were correct. That's the dumbest thing I've heard. Um, What's well, not? That's the, I did, it, it, I, it wasn't. That's I the problem. I put a disclaimer on that. Anyway, hey, let's get a breakaway. I want to show you uh, how the camera angle looks at Mount Isa in four minutes, and we've got Warrigal in eight minutes as well. We are going to discuss plenty of greyhound, harness racing. We will talk uh, a little bit of everything. Sport I think, life. And I want to ask you about your little uh, your food choice this morning. Yeah, right. Those people who haven't heard, Bonners was eating tinned spaghetti. We'll get to that next. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. It is thrill of the chase. John Donahoe, Jason Bonington in the seat tonight, replacing James Vandermart. James and I usually do a, um, a Thursday night multi as well, leading into the weekend. Ooh. So a little, he does a little greyhound or harness, and I do a little bit of sports. So I don't know if you want to put one together, or we, uh, or we can just leave it for. Tonight. No, we can do that. We can do. We, we, we've got we've got a couple of breaks, so we can Absolutely. we can uh, the, the mines are his. Look at look at this at um, Mount Isa. They got the caravan park in the middle of the track, so you sort of lose. There you go. You lose the horses. Race caller must love that. It's in a shocking spot, isn't it? Have a look at them fanned out away from the fence here. Yeah, boy. Twelve hundred. I'll tell you. I'll pick one on the run. I'll go with the red and the one with the black cap is just bolting. It just wants to get out. The black cap, red sleeves. Red sleeves. All right, number seven. It's bolted. It's now. It's now just in the clear, and it's still. It's still travelling. Looks up. Looks hot up there. Looks uh, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. No. No. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Look at the, the other horses. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. Now it's now it's now it's now it's not travelling. Oh, I'll tell you right now. No, now it's definitely not travelling. These camera angles there, Bond. It looks are, like he's not giving. Ah, horrific. Can you let it go, son? He's, he's got the no. There's, no, there, there's nothing there, is there? How bad are those camera angles? Uh, yeah, the, I mean, cl- four or five different cameras. Clearly, Mount Isa is not about to uh, challenge Flemington as uh, our leading Australian racetrack. No, got to be up on the speed. Apparently, at yes. Mount Isa, um, nothing better in life than a tin of spaghetti and cheese toast. Yes, Daniel, well, there's not spaghetti's fantastic. And a question here: uh, Daniel also says one two seven eight at the dogs never the squeeze. Or, I think it was one two five and eight. My old man used to say, "Bon is Peacock more arrogant in person?" No. <laughs> He's actually he's a, a beautiful. He's human. actually a sweetheart. He is. He is. 
Um, he's a funny man, really funny man, and very nice. And he, he fed the whole SEN track last week. Oh, well. he's so uh, generous of spirit and just a, he's just a good-natured – and uh, he's very competitive, but I love that. For those wondering what I'm talking about with this tin spaghetti, uh, if you have a, if you did miss it, this morning around 11 a.m., Bonner's rolled in with, you know, a, uh, I don't know, 300-gram – Tin of. I well, don't see why we need to measure it. Well, uh, are we yeah, playing I mean, the prices right, or well, what's yeah. going on here? To fifteen dollars eighty. Um, a, tin, was an, yeah. a tin of spaghetti, and I just why well, I, I know I've brought it up a lot today. I was just rattled by it. You're a forty-one-year-old man who likes a tin of spaghetti. I I, I respect it. So, but so I didn't expect to see it on a Thursday afternoon. Just just to get inside your head a little bit, because I do like a little bit of psychology. <laughs> what are forty-one-year-old men supposed to be eating? Do you give up spaghetti at some point? <laughs> I, no, no, you tell you tell me. You've obviously got a preordained idea of what forty, <laughs> like at thirty six or something. Like what Maybe. is it? Twenty two? You say no more spaghetti? Well, no, no. When did baked beans go? Tinned, I'm saying tinned spaghetti. I still eat spaghetti, but I'm saying tinned spaghetti, like the letters and all that. The, well, they're the not. Alphabet, it wasn't alphabet, the alphabet spaghetti. spaghetti. At the end of the day, it's SP, a very. You know, I, I am big. Just quickly, Ray said at Warrigal. Um, I am very, very big. So my belief. <laughs> Is that sauce is everything in food? Oh, absolutely. Food's nothing. Hundred percent. Food is nothing. You have to have sauce. Sauce is everything. Yes, provides the flavour. I love mashed potato, but you've got to put something with it. You know, I love like spaghetti bolognese. I like um, Mexican food. I like stuff that sauce is the dominant flavour. Yep. Spaghetti isn't spaghetti. It's just a bunch of tomato sauce with some noodles in the middle. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it is. And it goes. <laughs> Admittedly, it goes much better with toast and really heavily buttered toast. Oh, yeah. Not margarine, yeah. heavily, heavily. Just well, to make sure your arteries are under a lot of pressure. You might think I'm criticising you. I'm just I, I'm just putting the acid on you because that's what we do, you and I as great friends and colleagues here at SEN Track. But it was just something that rattled me. Like it was when you got the milk, when you brought a glass of milk and you brought a glass of apple juice. And I'll tell you what, as we get a race eight at Warrigal, <laughs> so number four, Leaky Lee, is super well placed here. Went 26-15 in defeat, track and trip three back and, and has been racing well at Sandown. But Metro Boomin, $18. It's nearly the roughie of the field. I would say if a win bet Leaky Lee and a place bet Metro Boomin here in race eight at Warrigal, but I haven't started strong. And we'll talk more about this. You will not change what you eat from 28 to 41. Like, what do you think is going to happen? This is true. We'll talk more about... <laughs> Culinary delights in a moment. He's race out at Warrigal. 260. Now we're all set. Green light is on. Right to go for race number eight. They're set. Racing now, Leahy Lee only moderate out of the boxes. Trust I seek straight to the lead over let out. Oscar the scout up on the inside. Going forward out wider on the track then was Major Winston. Star Ballerina just off them. Leahy Lee made some ground. Followed by let out dropping back. Go Nero. Metro booming near the tail on the bend. Trust I seek narrowly. Oscar the scout. Leahy Lee is picking his way through. Coming home powerfully. Oscar the scout. Leahy Lee. Leahy Lee tipped over. Oscar the scout. <laughs> Here we go. Jay Bonington, everybody. We're not retiring, but we got something out of that. And it looked, and I've got to tell you, it looked die in transit, yeah. but with the four just... Everything, the sea's just part of Well, the thing is, Greyhound's just like... So, clearly, uh, thoroughbreds and, and paces and trotters are guided by a a human yes. uh, homo sapien pilot. Yes. $2.90 it paid, by the way. But sometimes, but greyhound, some greyhounds have just got, Fanta Bale uh, springs to mind, some greyhounds have just got race sense. They just, they know when to duck and when to weave. Yeah. Some of them are very one-dimensional. They have to be at the rail. They have to get to the outside. 
but Leaky Lee just said, I know I'm in a bit of bother, but I'll just go. It's a great run. And you called it You called it with about 200 metres to go. You said he's home here. I've, I've watched enough. Work through. Over the lids fly over the last seven weeks. I've watched enough races to know if you're the best dog in the race. Yeah. And a couple of things work out for you. You will win. Roy says, I missed the peacock by five minutes at his favourite Thai restaurant last Saturday night. Roy and the peacock are tight. Are they? I think so. Um, Daniel laughed at you saying, are we playing the prices right? It sounded like that, didn't it? Come on down. Come on down. Larry Emder. My favourite was the one where, yeah, this is, do you ever get to see the prices right? Yeah, I was a big fan of the prices right growing up as a seven-year-old. Actually, the last one was an absolute ripper where you had to measure them in all their, uh, you know, uh, ascending or descending yeah, prices. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, you know, the little, um, the little mountain climber, Scandinavian mountain climber, that used to go up, and yep. if you got a price wrong, and then he'd tip over the yeah, edge of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, just fantastic. It was TV. a great show, wasn't it? I used to love very eighties, but I yes, used to, I used to love the um the wheel, the spinning wheel, and you try had to try and land it on what a thousand or something, was it? You know, at the end when they used to maybe I feel this like you're talking about the wheel of fortune now. <laughs> Are you talking about the wheel of fortune, listeners? No, I'm not. You had to spin a wheel at the end, and the, you had to try and get the price of something. I don't know. Yeah, go back and watch. You, you, there's that one where you, you, you're trying to get the the, pro, the price exactly right, and there's head to head. You know, and they're, and they're just going higher, twenty nine thousand seven hundred twenty three lower. That was good. Uh, that's. That, I that mean, was, it's yeah. it's it, it's very like. But some <laughs> of the people clearly, when you've got Netflix, Stan, binge, SBS, and everything, you. It probably wouldn't fly these no, days, no. but when you had three channels and you were there at five oh, thirty, yeah. you just went, "All right, let's do it, Ian Turpy." You know, you know the other one. You know the other one, and this is going uh, a while back, and this was probably the first game show I watched. And we'll get onto some actual trot stuff or um, greyhound stuff in a moment. Whatever. Uh, Burjo's catchphrase. Oh, great show! Great show. And it looked like he was Maybe gone because he came from Wheel of Fortune. Like you're, you're, you're gone here, Burjo. It's time to. I can't, and then catchphrase. I can't remember. Fully, so I've just got memories of watching it. I can't remember fully the premise of the show. I think he's he, he threw out a catchphrase and you had to, I guess, uh, say what it was from. I'll be bloody honest with you, neither can I. Yeah, so it was it was a while ago, but I just have that in my mind always. And I used to watch a little bit of Wheel of Fortune. I watched a lot of TV as a young man, and that's probably why I'm so screwed up in the head. You know what I would love to go on? You know, I've clearly uh, one night Temptation champion. <laughs> you know what I'd love to go on? I don't even know if it's still going anymore, but have you ever seen... Letters and numbers on it's, it's called Countdown, Countdown in England. My grandma loves it. Oh, loves it. And, I, and I'll, 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 I'll smash it. I'll buy a vowel. I'll smash it. Come on, let's not be you know, she's 90, 96 years old. She's lovely. All the more reason I probably win. She's lovely. No, uh, just, she just loves watching the how show. How good is Like, I just absolutely I need to buy a vowel. I'm very, I love uh, anagrams. Yeah, love anagrams. I, yeah, I. It I'm takes a, it takes me a while to put them together, but I think I'd I think I'd be okay on that show. I've but played, some of the some of the people they just put together some of the great words. I've played uh, I've played with the misses a few times, Desi G. Mm. But again, very competitive person. Yeah, given a bit of a toweling. Yeah, it takes. And you just can't play anymore. Mm. And then you you know part of me says, do you ease up just so you can keep playing? But I just don't have it. That's like me with Monopoly Go and uh, and the misses. She's a lot better than I am at it, and I get angry. Yeah, I. I we don't I, play anymore. I, I think she should just res, res, respect our good and continue. Anyway, Western Star Butter on the Toast with Baked Beans, Beady Bang from Daniel and also the Mountain Climber. What about Press Your Luck, No Whammies? Yes, Whammies. Whammy. Do you remember that one? No. Who hosted that one? Was that Terps again? Most rigged show ever. Ter- Ian Terpy, you don't know who Ian no. Terpy is, do you? No. He was a big game show host. And by the time that even I was young, he was, you know, he was relatively cooked. Oh, yeah. But he was—he had a relationship with Olivia Newton-John. There you go. Back in the day, so there's there an interesting go. one for the older listeners. Is he still with us? I reckon Terps is probably gone. Okay. 
I'll check it. But I, I anyway, if you I want think, to text, if you want to text through your favorite uh, game shows as well, as I said, we will get back to uh, the relevant stuff. But if you know Bonington and myself, if you know Jason Bonington and myself, we like to uh, we like to go off on little tangents from. You time almost to time. went Bonington then, you know? I know, don't you? I know, and you I know almost you did. And I know you don't like no, that. I so don't. I had to re, uh, recalibrate. Hey, I told you about a um, a show I want you to watch on Netflix. Are you going to do that? I am, but I have to get Netflix. Malice in the Palace? Yeah. Yes, I will. I will. Do but... you remember that? Do you remember how what, what happened there? And I know I know I told you this morning, but do you remember that? Oh, uh, yes. Yes, I do. But it's, it's I remember the name Malice in the Palace more than yeah. the actual incident. Well, that's obviously what they dubbed it. And a great line, I must say. Whoever came up with it, Malice in the Palace, was a great line. Obviously, uh 2004, Ben Wallace. Is it a 30 for 30? It's not a 30 for 30. It's just a Netflix documentary featuring Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson, and um, now Metal World Peace, formerly Ron Artest. How good are 30 for 30s, by the way? Yeah, they are the best. (laughs) They are unbelievable. You know what? I'm probably going to go home and watch some of them tonight. Um, After after I watch The Block. I nearly reckon I've been close to through. Close to through. All of them. Favourite one? Uh, we, we mentioned it the other day, um, the, the brothers, the, the one about the, uh, the, the Balkan basketball players that oh, came out, yes, 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 uh, yes, Drazen yes. Petrovic, Vladi yes. Divac and all the rest of it. Um, that Tony Kukoc, mm. that's magnificent. The Pablo Escobar, uh, the, the, the two Escobars. So Andreas yep. Escobar, because I was alive to see that and very into soccer at the time when yeah. he, he went back and got killed after the own goal for Colombia. That was, there's that's one, a great one. one I like, it's about Fernando Valenzuela. Have you seen that one? The baseballer, Colombian baseballer. I think he's Colombian. And he comes over and, you know, he, he just wants to play baseball, gets a contract with the LA Dodgers and becomes, and, and it's in a time where, you know, minorities in LA, mm. it's, it, it hasn't really worked out at the, at the time. And the social context they bring to those. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, by the way, it. just quickly race to, I'm going with the, the debutants again. We'll talk more about that. No heavy backing. So I'm going with Rosebud Smile here. So oh. I've got, I'm have got i back in form here, and I reckon 420 to 340. The money's come. It's no star, Rosebud Smile, but you just, you'd suspect with no money for the debutants, it'll probably be winning from the red. Maddie from Geelong, he's on the one as well. And if you read, don't read it out on air, but read Daniel's um, text there the second. I can say that. Tips was a pants man. Oh, was Massive. It? Oh, okay. There you go. We got ONJ. Well, at least, at least you said it, and I didn't. I'll get my job. A lot of people, the younger brigade wouldn't even know what pants man means. Fair enough. All right, well, let's get to uh, Warrnambool now. Bistro, race two, green light is on. They're ready for a start. Set. Racing. Rosebud Smile won the start off the inside, but went up the track. Albert's Magic ducked back to the inside with Moonlight Digger to join it a length, staying then Ripper Roxy. Further back to Myola Pocket, Myola Queen, and last of all is Myola Red Boy. Coming to the turn, Rosebud Smile regained the lead, open up three on Albert's Magic, and then staying running of it halfway down the lane. It's Rosebud Smile clear. Rosebud Smile won it by... Oh, boy. We are flying. I'm telling you. I'm just. I'm, I'm actually thinking about crashing the lids flying out. I think so. Well, eBay will be here soon. He'll probably ask you to join. Uh, that's that's a nice price as well. Again, there's debutants there, but unless you see backing for them, then uh, race form is the best form. Uh, so we went with Rosebud Smile. So we got back-to-back winners now: Leaky Lee and Rosebud Smile. Uh, four days in October. That may be one that I haven't seen, Daniel. I'll I'll, uh, I'll fill you in on that in a moment. We've got to get to the news, and I'll let you know all about. It. Okay. The thrill of the chase. 
You are listening to Thrill of the Chase. John Donoho, Jason Bonington with you. We're covering everything from greyhounds to fun, uh, funny stories about Bonners and his eating habits. And now we're into Netflix documentaries and some of our favourites, 30 for 30s. Um, four Days in October is Daniel's favourite. Now, I know you're not... Red Sox and Yankees, I'm yeah, looking it up now. Yeah, you, I know you're not a baseball fan. You don't have to be a baseball fan to watch this. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. This is a story about the 2004 American League Championship Series. The Yankees take, I think, a two or three, two nil lead at least. Was this a drought breaker for the yeah. Red Sox? The curse of the Bambino. Yeah, yeah, curse of the Bambino. 2004, yep. they had waited all that time. Um, and it, it just details the four days because I think they traveled. I think they were in New York. Yeah, I'd lo- I would one. love that. I would watch that. It was all about them going to New York. They were in hostile territory and they won against all odds. And then they went on. I think they won three games out of four in the in the back end of that series to win the, the World Series. It was unbelievable. You would love it. I'll get it. I, I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't have lacrimal ducks, so I don't cry really. But I, I, I can get it. I love the idea of that. The, yeah. the fans, you know, premiership droughts or, or pennant or flag or title droughts. Yeah. So um, I think my all-time favourite as well is yeah. is the one, and it's again a baseball one. Mm-hmm. What's his name? The bloke who um who was in the stands and oh, I was going to mention that. Yeah. The guy who caught it. I can't remember his name. It's oh, oh it's how good is it? It's the best one and, of and, them all. Because they've the great documentaries follow the personal story so closely. I'm going to look um, this up because it's going to annoy me. And I know his name. It's on the Because he, he was mad vilified, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. And no one's ever seen him again. He's alive, but no one's seen him. He's, he, I think he changed his name as well. well how did, sorry. How did it all work out again? He, he, so, so basically what it was, and... Did he steal a ball out of a kid's hand? No, 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 no. What it was was... Now, if you know a, if you know a baseball diamond, it sort of has a white line down the, yep. down the left yeah, field yeah. line. And the batter's hit it. And it's gone into foul territory. And up on some stadiums, it's got like a top tier. Yes. And he's sitting in the front row. And the ball comes in, but even if the ball's foul and the... He reached over, he, didn't he? He, he? Yeah, the player can still reach up in foul territory to take the catch and it counts. Now, he reached over and stopped um, stopped the, the ball going into his glove because he wanted to catch the ball. He's a big Chicago Cubs fan. And the, the Cubs went on to lose that playoff game after it had been 100 years since they'd won, the curse of the Billy Goat. Uh, really only baseball that talks about curses, curse of Bambino, curse of Billy Goat, whatever. But it's a fantastic Yeah, I've seen it. Story. I've seen it. It's a ripper. What's his name? What's his name? Someone will tell Just me. quickly, Daniel, uh, Yankees up three to nil, and then the Sox win four in a row. Amazing. I'll be honest with you, Daniel. During the Olympics, again, I I don't really – I've been through some bad stuff in my life, and I, and I don't get to that level too easily. But the Olympics actually got me nearly to that level of future. Yeah. Sport has a way of doing it. Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman. Yeah. But sport has a way – as men, we protect our emotions a little bit, and go and you go about life, and you you know you have to harden up a little bit as you get older. But sport has a way of always bringing you back Absolutely. to that. Absolutely, um, yeah. Uh, and these thirty for thirty stories are fantastic. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's called Catching Hell Inside the Bartman. It's a ripper debacle. It yep. is fantastic. I also Must advocate watch. for that. I'm going Red Sunset here at uh, at Warrigal. Uh, worth an each way investment. Well, maybe you'll have to back it straight out. Maybe well, one by two, maybe just to make sure you get something back. Uh, when twenty two ninety seven, winning here five back, and just needs a little bit of that trouble on his inside. I reckon to be dangerous. Ian Toby passed away in two thousand and twelve from Matty, so um, he had a, well, he had a pretty good innings. I think he might have had the uh, the cancer. Hey lads, just curious, do you remember the lyrics "Rosebud Smile" from a Richard Clapton song? Trivia time. I love a bit of trivia, Matt from Jindavik. 
Where's Jindavik, by the way? Yeah, I don't even know. Um, no, I don't know it. But Rosebud is, of course, for those uh, for the cinema lovers, generally regarded the greatest film of all time. Yep. Is Citizen Kane. Okay. And that's what uh, that's what old mate is uh, sort of saying. Rosebud. Rosebud. It's also a good place to have New Year's Eve. There you go. Race nine at Warrigal. You would go there. That's where the, that's where the privileged kids go. Right. You'd have a holiday. There'd be a holiday house down there somewhere, she's, wouldn't she's there? Not, she's not listening, but I'm actually bringing the Dale down to Rosebud. I've just gotten an Uber, a uh, Airbnb. Bringing her down for a birthday next weekend. Well, at least, at least you're not, you know, predictable. Yeah, uh, well, privileged kid from Brighton goes down to Rosebud. That's, uh, I mean, if, if that's not well, a one, I don't have a house. If that's not, there, if just... that's not uh, gazing Copeland, uh, race nine at Warrigal. <laughs> um, oh, I'm still with, I'm still with the eight here at four dollars sixty. Uh, let's head there now. Audacious Layla is looking for win number four. Now Red Sunsets had good support late here. Into four dollars now, and they're the favourite. Looking for win number four. Now they're moving up, coming forward for race number nine, and they're almost set. Ready now. Uh, racing away quickly, bit of pepper off the inside of Hurricane Keeley. Whizbang Alice up to third, followed by Man Cave. Love a collision. They were followed next, railing up is high priority. Checked out of it, audacious Layla Red Sunset out the back with Love a collision dropping back. And Whizbang Alice also checked. Bit of pepper the leader. Hurricane Keeley up on the outside. High priority over on the fence, but Hurricane Keeley got home ahead of high priority. Then Bit of pepper Man Cave. They were followed up by. Four, six, and one hundred. Hurricane Keeley, $10.60. High Priority finishes second and a bit of pepper, $1.50 in third. The last one I want to tell you about on 30 for 30 as well mm-hmm. is the one about the Detroit Pistons, Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, great. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, great doco, I should say. It's funny because, they, you know, it, 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 it was a wonderful narrative at the time. So you had the good guys yeah. who were the Bulls yep. and the bad guys who were the Pistons. But anybody who's ever played sport has to respect the, the ethos and the motto that the Pistons came out with. Oh, yeah. Dennis Rodman back in the day, Bill Lane Beer, Isaiah Thomas, like they were just uh, Spider Sally. They, yeah. they 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 played basketball in a way that basketball had never been. It was it, it was it was a proper contact sport, oh, yeah. and that's the way that you know I spent most of my adolescence going down every single weekend to play bar- pick up ball. Yep. that's the way pick up balls played. No yeah. blood, no foul. Yeah, absolutely. And that's my preferred style of basketball, to be honest. I know I said it was the last one, but the other one that I do love as well is the LA, LA Lakers Celtic story as well, about their rivalry through the uh, 80s and 90s. That is fantastic. It's just, uh, if you believe in magic, uh, what is it? If you believe in magic or you appreciate the beauty of a rare bird, that was the line from Marv. Marv Albert. Albert. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you like that one? Oh, yeah. That well, one's fantastic. That's, that, that. I, had, over th- I think it's over three parts as well. It's a fantastic story. I had all the when I was a kid. I had all the Michael Jordan docos, but I also had the Larry Bird one yeah. and Always Showtime, which was the Magic Magic Johnson's my favorite basketballer of all time. Yeah, and their rivalry. You know, Michael Jordan spoke about it in the Last Dance. That's what inspired him. Oh yeah, those guys. The other one, I don't know if they considered them. They considered them the best of all time, and he wanted to be the best of all time. Yeah, well, well, he just respected history like most great athletes do. I don't know whether it's a thirty for thirty. I reckon it is, and it's a sad one, but the one where. The the crush uh, the in the English soccer. Oh yeah, um, Hillsborough. Hillsborough. That uh, is. I think it is a. 30, that is. That's that is that's devastating. A yeah, and that I've watched that two or three times, and sometimes it just gets uncomfortable watching it because it's so. You have to, you have to be in a, to you have to be in a certain mood, but the thing yeah. is, like even imagining what that situation must have been like for those people. I mean, yeah. there's a million ways to go, but that was just. Yeah, that that is that's, that a, is, that's a tearjerker. That's a hard one to watch, and it, it probably I think from that it changed a lot of how stadiums are set up now. There's no more of those pens that you would see at, at either end, and you, you know for a good reason. But 
Yeah, that is a tearjerker, I'll tell you what, right now. But if you're in the right state of mind, definitely watch it because if you are a history buff and someone who likes to learn about the history of sport, that's a good one, definitely. Once uh, Brothers is the name of my favourite, by the way. That's the Once one with the, with the Balkans here. That's right. Uh, did you boys see the Longley Australian story? No, that's one I'm going to watch on ABC as well. Yeah, me, me too. Actually, I was given the heads up uh, and how Jordan pumped him up. I... I uh, I was given the heads up to watch it, and then I, I missed it. But that's the beauty these days. I'll, I'll go back and watch it because it was very controversial, obviously, in the last dance that he was left out. Yeah, I don't know why it was, but I'll, I'll watch it mm. and we'll uh, find out. We'll yes. take a break, Bonners. We might try and find a little weekend multi for the fans as well through some sport, through some racing, whatever we like. 0499 736 736. Bonners going to stick around for the next 15 minutes. More on the other side of the break. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have you with us. Thrill of the chase. Jason Bonington, John Donahoe with you for the next 12 minutes or so. Daniel says Lakers Celtics is awesome. When no. Kurt Rambis gets coat hanging and Larry Bird says that that when flopping that is when flopping started. You know what? There's some. The, uh, Daniel also asked, "Are you on Saturday night this week?" One more. Yep, I'll be doing uh, on track trots vision after that for the next uh, two or three weeks. But I'm back on this Saturday. And I'm really going to go hard because Ooh, yeah. it'll be my last one for a little while. Nice. Um, where was I going with this? The way basketball is these days, Larry Bird. Larry Bird is already one of the. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm. He'd be even better. Kurt Rambis, the one with the glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Well, James Worthy had had the goggles yeah. as well, but uh, shooting shooting is such it's such. I don't watch a lot of NBA these days, but it's a much bigger part of the game than it used to be. Oh yeah. Andrew Gaze would be an NBA star these days. Oh, hundred percent. He was one of the great shooters. I mean, People might not know this, but he one of the great shooters. I haven't seen it, but apparently there's a great documentary about Seton Hall, the year that they won the title. When he went over when there. He's in, and he's yeah. in it. Yeah. So um, that's one I want to watch as well. Hey, let's give a um, little multi. Sure. A little multi for the weekend. Uh, tell me if I've gotten greedy here, because I've picked four legs. Holy jeez. I know. We can take one. We can take one or two out if we need Are they all footy? Uh, one's rugby tonight. Rugby? Yeah. Well, the Storm. I mean, Are you equipped the, here? Yeah. The Storm are the best team in the league. All right. League. Okay. Got to show some faith, a little yeah, bit of absolutely. George Michael. No well, worries. Well, I've gone the line, though. So I've gone the Ooh. plus line for the Canberra Raiders. The Storm have been dominating teams. The 25 and a half points is the line. Jeez, Canberra, that's massive. Canberra are eighth on the ladder. And I, I expect the Storm to win, but I expect it to be a little bit tighter than a big 30-point blowout. So yep. I'm going to back Canberra Raiders 20, plus 25 and a half at a dollar ninety, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first leg. Port Adelaide a dollar fourteen on the weekend against Carlton. Yep. Brisbane a dollar eleven against Collingwood. And then the one that mm, we can choose to prick. huh? Prick. Yep. No. <laughs> the one that we can take or leave, and it might be based on a on a decision that is coming very shortly with the Toby Green one. I back GWS two dollars ten against Richmond to, tomorrow night. So that's what that, that is that's that, your value. That's the sugar. Yeah. So that's your value there. Two dollars ten. And Richmond are paying a dollar seventy four. Whichever way you go, you're going to get a little bit of value in that one. Saturday night, I will give you. I'll just chuck in. Uh, what am I going to do? We'll chuck in two because one, Nikki Louise will be very short, but it, it just adds a little bit of cream. Race four, number four at what is now it's called the Melton Mares Championship. But there's been a COVID scare in harness racing for those who don't know, yep. and so the the meeting's been transferred to Bray Raceway. Nikki Louise will just win. Might pay a dollar forty fifty. Sweet. Right. Okay. Knock it on the head. Cool. And then Hooli Nien, a horse who I've had a fractured relationship with, but yes, I reckon it wins. It opened $8. It's about three forty now. But So there's going to be two two really big legs there. Yeah. 
We can take out GWS if we want to at two dollars ten, just for the risk factor. Bonds, what a no, 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 no stays okay. in. Okay. Bonds, Good. write these down, but write this down because we want to be able to celebrate this. Bonds, what what's a moral on the trots this weekend? I don't. Nikki Louise is an absolute moral, but I reckon so. These are the three bets I'd have for this text up. Hooling the in at uh, Ballarat, race six, number two to win. And I'd be playing each way. These are the two value bets, but we've got to wait for markets to come out. Now, normally my prices without um, standing on the pulpit are pretty close to the mark, but I reckon we might get slightly better value about both of these. So Hooli Nguyen and? That's in the multi. That's in the multi, yeah. But but these race one, number three, Little Yankee. Each way, depending on what price it is, if it's shorter than $5, you've just got to back it to win. And and even Jack Law on Burning Questions today, who drove it at its previous start, said yes. And uh, I also like race eight, number three, Stingray Tara. Now, Stingray Tara might come up at a genuine price. So that they'd be my three bets. I'd be going straight out, hooling the end, uh, wait for the exchange maybe, might get out to $4 late, 450 even. And the, and the two each way bets are Little Yankee and Stingray Tara. Seton Hall doco is awesome. It's about how many international players they had and how good Gazy was. Real spine tingler. I'll tell you what. I think I already said this on air, but watching that green and gold documentary, which is on SBS on demand, yeah. it's amazing how many Australian players, when they've gone to play in teams in the NBA, yep. have got have won pennants. Yeah, well, like there's, there's something about I think that I honestly think there's something about the Australian like the desperation yeah. of your Joe Ingalls uh, and Paddy Mills and Aaron Baines and these guys yep. that makes teams better because they're not. NBA players aren't like the privileged NBA players are used to relying on their skills. Yes. Australians are the ones, Dally. Yeah. They're the guys that are going to dive, dive for, yeah. for the ball Absolutely. and do everything. Absolutely. That's the way we play sport. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So that multi again, we'll come back to one before we leave. GWS, Canberra Raiders plus 25 and a half tonight. Port Adelaide at $1.14, Brisbane at $1.11, and you wanted to put Huli Nguyen in, is that right? For the win, yeah. For the win. So All that's right. going to be, that. that's really going to, well, if we four, can get... The four legs that I've put in will get you $5.04, and I can't get a fixed price right now on Huli Nguyen, but um, I'm sure we can add it in over the next couple of days. Jindavik, by the way, is 15 minutes north of Warrigal, Matt tells us, on there the way go. to Mount Bauble. That's it, That's interesting. I'm, I, I will be heading at... Well, uh, Peacock and I will be heading out to sale at some point as soon as we can get restrictions uh, lifted. Lifted because we uh, we obviously do sale Sundays, uh, and I've got a mate out there who lives in Bruin. Nice. Uh, and, and comes into and, and before lockdown came into Flemington every day. To round to round out our um, discussion about documentaries, and this isn't one that you are going to watch because you know my love for Ireland. Mm-hmm. Now I watched one about the Irish rugby team the other night. And Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah, Brian O'Driscoll hosts it, and it's about the potential divide between Northern Ireland and, and the Republic and how the two, t- the two countries come together to I play together stuff. in the rugby in yep. the, for the, for the national team and how there was conflict going on in the seventies and eighties. And they would still have to come together over the borders, come together and play very quickly. Like I, by the way, Warrnambool was delayed, but now it's back on. So I will, I think Miss Roxy, the favorite will win there. Oh. It's a heat into final and it was by far the, the fastest winner. Do you know much of the history? A little bit, but I got a I got a better understanding out of out of that documentary. I tend to watch a lot of sport documentaries, but I got a really good historical. I understanding. I think that's the great thing about these yeah. shows, isn't it? Yeah, I got yeah. a really good historical understanding of what was going on back in the day. Now I know through my grandma and my parents as well, little bits and pieces. But that was a great great way to just mould it all together and get the sporting context out of it. You're you're, you're as Irish as Paddy Pigs. <laughs> We're going to go uh, and say sayonara now. Make sure you tune into the lids fly. 
It's going to be a great contest. I'm going to go with the watchdog to win tonight. What are you, what are you going to do? Nah, Fitzner. Fitzner for me. I'm throwing Watchy into the multi. All right. Au revoir, Jay. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. again soon. We will. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.